Welcome! This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah! Good evening, everybody. Thanks for joining us again for Thursday Fix. Um, we hope your week has been fine so far. This evening, I will talk for, I hope, about 15 minutes. I hope it's not more than that. I will try to make it 15 minutes. But I'm not going to be talking on a fat or a strange topic. I'm going to continue from uh, the topic we've been discussing in School of the Word on Sunday mornings. But this evening, I want to just quickly look at two points. We've been talking about the mind of Christ, and sometimes it is a bit difficult to grasp what the essence of having the mind of Christ is. Why, why, why the mind of Christ? How, what does it even mean to have the mind of Christ? We try to give a definition at the beginning of the month. And then, as you go further, it seems, it seems like something that is not very clear as to why I should actually take our time to develop it. So, this evening I want to talk about just two key points. And hopefully look at one example in the Bible about the mind of Christ. So I'll go to one of the first scriptures um, we read at the beginning of the month. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse um, 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'll read from verse 5 to 11. It says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. How be it, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God had prepared for them that love him. Verse 10 says, But God had revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searched all things, yea, the deep things of God. And verse 11 says, For what man knoweth the things of man, save the Spirit of man, which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. It starts by saying that we speak wisdom. We speak wisdom at, amongst men who are, who are very good, men who are smart, men who are intelligent. But the wisdom that we speak is not the wisdom of this world. And then he goes on to say that what man can know the thing. In fact, he says that I had not seen here, I had not heard that which God has kept or proposed to do in the life or for the people, for his people. And he says, God has revealed those same things to us in his spirit. And he explains by saying, who knows the heart of man except the, the spirit of man? Same way, no one knows the heart of God except the spirit of God. The spirit of God in you is the enabler for the development of the mind of Christ in you. 
The Spirit of God, as this scripture says, searcheth the deep things of, the, of this world. The deep things of this world. What are the deep things of this world? The deep, deep things of this world will only refer to the essence of the creation. Because whether you like it or not, everything that exists is the creation of God. First John chapter 1 says, For without him was nothing made that was made. Everything that exists, everything that has life, has drawn life from the life giver himself, which is Christ. So without him was nothing made that was made. So if he says the spirit of God searched the deep things of this world, it means that there's nothing hidden from him. And that same spirit is what you have in you. So you have the enablement to develop the mind of Christ in you, and that spirit in you helps you to understand and to know that which God is doing. The only man who can understand the hand of God as he moves from point from as he moves accomplishing the will of God is the man that has the Spirit of God in him. For who knoweth the, thing, the, the things of God save the Spirit of God? And the Spirit of God in you, which is what you receive the day you receive Jesus as your Lord. Is the enabler for you to develop that same, to develop your mind, the mind of Christ in you. That spirit of God that you have received. Like we said last month, allow the spirit of God in you to fill your mind, fill your heart. That you can then translate the things of God into the actions of your body. So, two things. God has given us his wisdom by his spirit. God has given us his wisdom. We have the ability to exhibit or to live by the wisdom of God. And we have received that wisdom by his spirit. Because if we have the spirit of God, we can understand that which God is doing. And there's no greater wisdom than the wisdom of the creator of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. I'll read another scripture. I'll read um, Romans chapter 8, verse uh, 5 to 11. Romans 8, verse 5 to 11. So, verse 5 says, For they that are after the flesh... Do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. For ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him, okay, before, before we read verse 11, 
I want, to, I want to talk a bit about this verse. Then it says, And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. When it says the spirit is life, some, it, you can say, oh, the spirit has life. But the Bible explains, um, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that if any man be in Christ, is a, a new creation. And we have also said here that what gets saved is your spirit. Your spirit becomes, you receive the spirit of God. What's the spirit of God? The spirit of God is the personality of God. It is the life of God. Jesus said to um, Martha by Lazarus' grave, he said, I am the life. I am the resurrection and the life. John chapter 1, verse, John chapter 1 uh, says that in him was life, in him was light, and, the, and, and the, uh, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. What it means is that Jesus is life. Everything that has life drew life from Christ. Jesus knew. He knew that everything, in fact, he says in the beginning was the, word, was the word and the word was the God and the same was in the beginning with God and without him was nothing made that was made. The word that was released to form creation, the word that was released to give life to everything that has life is the word that became Christ, that lived among men. So if that is the spirit that you have in you, then um, Romans chapter 5 verse 10 says, if the body is dead, it's dead because of sin, but the spirit is life. Why? The spirit that you now have in you is the life of Christ. And when he says life, it's not you alive. It is Christ that is alive in you. So, it, when verse, okay, let's now read verse 11. It says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Your spirit, the spirit you have in you is life. The spirit you have in you is Christ. If you stay conscious to the spirit, if your mind is tailored or fashioned or directed by your spirit, your mind is directed by life. Everything that comes out of your mind is life. Everything that comes out of you is life. It's not just a life that is living. It is the life of God coming out of you. So, one of the things that happens is that when, you, when your mind is tailored after Christ, when you have developed the mind that is of Christ, when you see from Christ's perspective, when you understand this world from the wisdom of God, the things that you do can only exhibit life. They can only bring life. It doesn't matter what it seems like. It can only bring life. That's when you have peace. He says it is, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You can only bring forth the life of Christ. You can only bring forth God's life. So many times the reason we struggle, we struggle with pain, we struggle with sadness and sorrow, and we see everything, we see how everything is working horribly. It's because our mind is still fashioned according to the wisdom of this world. Having the mind of Christ helps you to live life by God's wisdom, according to the wisdom of God, not to the wisdom of the wisest of men. So that everything that comes out of you, everything that comes out of your mind, everything that, comes, that your body then does in response to what comes out of your mind is life-giving. And we see an example in scriptures. In John chapter 9, verse 1 to 7, let's quickly read there. A lot of the uh, um, miracles that Jesus performed were, 
we are done from this perspective. Let's look at, at John chapter 9. John chapter 9 verse 1, he says, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither had this, had this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must walk the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can walk. As long as I am in this world, I am the light of the world. Then, of course, from verse 6, it goes, for, it goes on to say oh, how Jesus spat on the floor, made uh, mold from, from sand and spittle, and, and rubbed on the man's eyes and told him to go and wash. And then the man, the man came back seeing. But here's what I want to talk about. When the disciples saw the man, what came to their mind? Was who sinned? What was the problem? Which problem resulted in this place? That is the wisdom of men. The wisdom of men tends to look for problem first. But Jesus, looking at the man, only saw God and the desires and the will of God in him. Why? Because everything in him was life. And when he saw the man, what he saw in him was life. So he said to them, it doesn't matter who sinned, no, neither his father nor his mother, but the essence of this man being here is that the will of God will be done in his life. That's the perspective of Christ. When Jesus fed the 5,000, the, the 5, he did not plan that he was going to feed 5,000. He went to teach people. He was teaching the world. He saw that people were plenty and they were hungry. And he asked for them to be fed. And somebody said there was no food except this. And he said, bring it. He blessed it and shared. Why? When he saw them, he saw a need. When he looked at them, he saw that God's desire needed to be done in their life. He wasn't seeing the problem. The disciples were busy looking by the wisdom of men and seeing the problems. Jesus looked and saw God's will about to be done in their lives. When you have the mind of Christ, when you look at situations, you don't see them by the wisdom of men. You see God's desires. You see God's will. You see God's purpose about to be put forth. That's when you can then plug yourself to be used by God. So if you, still see, if you still look at situations and see problem and condemnation first and then you struggle to find how God is moving in the place, it's because your mind is not yet fully renewed by God's word. Developing the mind of Christ is one of the most essential things that a believer must strive to do. The most essential thing. That's the essence of living according to God's will. That's the essence of living life on earth in, God's, in living God's life on earth. You must see everything. You must see God in everything. Your heart, your interpretation of everything that, you, that your body interfaces with must be from God's perspective. And the only way you can do that is to fill your heart and fill your mind with the things that are God, with the things that are of God. So when you see people, you see God. When you see situations, you see God. And then you can see the move of God because by the, like we read in, in uh, First Corinthians, it says, uh, we have received his wisdom by his spirit that we have in us. So when you see things, you see them from God's wisdom. You understand what God wants in this situation. And then you become a channel to bring forth God's will to it. You cannot, you cannot become what you cannot see. And the reason you are struggling to become what God desires of you is because you can't even see what God desires of you. So to develop the mind of Christ is to help yourself 
to see what God wants you to see, to see how God sees you, to see things how God sees them, so that you can then plug yourself to become that which God wants you to become. To have the mind of Christ is about the best thing the believer can do for himself or herself while on earth. Because that's the only way, that's the only way you can get to establish, fully establish God's will for you and for the things and situations around you that he has placed you in. Every time, just study the life of Christ. Every time he walked into a situation, he looked at it and he saw beyond what people saw. Why? Because he saw beyond the wisdom of men. He saw the wisdom of God, understanding that everything that existed, existed for a purpose. And God's will needed to be done in it. Hallelujah. So to, to have the mind of Christ is to have God's values, is to see from Christ's perspective, is to understand life from he who gives life. Is to live life from the perspective of the giver of life. Is to walk around, is to walk on earth, giving God's life to everything that exists. For the earnest expectation of creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. To develop the mind of Christ is to plug yourself fully to begin to manifest as sons. To begin to manifest on earth as sons. That's what it means to develop, to develop the mind of Christ. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Springs.